So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day, got a review here from Mr. Zach Costello. Five stars, and he labels it major key to my early success. I began listening to Pat's podcast religiously before I got licensed. Since then, I've closed 22 deals and grossed a GCI of 137, 243 bucks as a solo agent. Thanks, Pat. I consider you my virtual mentor and owe you much for the value you've provided to me. Hopefully, we can cross paths and break some bread one of these days. Zach, you rock, brother. Thank you for the five-star review. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation, I got a great uh, guest today. Mr. Michael Cuevas is on the line and he is the real estate marketing dude. He's known widely as uh, someone who knows really how real estate agents should be marketing themselves today and what most importantly they're doing wrong. So many agents are using old school methods of marketing, old school methods of promoting and advertising, and they're wasting thousands and thousands of dollars. And we're going to get into all of that today. Get your papers and pencils ready. This is going to be a good one. Mike, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you, Pat. I've seen your show for a long time, and I'm excited to be a guest on this. Hey, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your company, blah, 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 so they get to know you better. Sure. Um, Well, I was a real estate agent since 2002 when I started. It seems like almost two decades ago. Um, Got into the business. I've never been a lead generating agent. I've never purchased leads. I've never done any of that. I've always been SOI, referral-based business attraction and or whatnot. And um, what I found out, what I've always been really good at in my real estate business was just sort of generating attention, um, not letting people forget about what I did for a living in a way that didn't really allow or force me to like hit them over the head with my lockbox with a bunch of sales messages. So um, I didn't really know what I was practicing my entire career, but really looking back at it now, what I was always really good, I guess, was content marketing, um, branding, uh, doing things different. I like to zig when they zag and vice versa. And sort of stand out. Um, I don't like marketing my business and having to talk about real estate. I don't like having to hit people with sales messages. I don't like having to constantly feel like I'm selling something. And that's sort of uh, how I built my whole brand um, around, even in my current business today, which is real estate marketing, dude. Now, what real estate marketing, dude, is I didn't answer the latter of that question. Real Estate Marketing Dude is a media company that helps real estate agents uh, create ongoing videos with consistency, authenticity, and uh, keep those in front of their database to build their personal brands. Yeah. 
I love that, dude. Authenticity, because that's what it's all about nowadays. So many agents want to uh, build their brand around a facade and this fake person, you know, and there's a lot of debate about that. And we've talked about it on the show. So we're going to dig deep into that. So let's just talk right about it. I want to talk about, um, first of all, let's start with the positive. What, like, what, are, what are agents doing right in today's marketing world that's working? Well, it's a really good question. There, I think we're in the middle of a huge paradigm shift in mm. what's acceptable and what's not. Um, and I'll, I'll use myself as an example. And I bet you you'll agree with me, Pat. We've both been on this, in this business for quite a while. And uh, 10 years ago, would I be able to call myself a dude and have a successful business? No, right? Yeah, I totally agree. And I think social media has a lot to do with that. I think a lot of it has gone less professional, more personable, more connecting, more building um, a brand that people can relate to as much versus what it used to be when I got in, which was like suit, tie, professional, take them down, the, 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 you know, always dressed up, always <laughs> right. pretending to be someone you're not. You'd never um, call yourself the dude of real estate. <laughs> right. <laughs> quick, so, quick, quick way to have a bad year. Change your logo from the hardest working agent in the industry to the real estate dude. <laughs> that, that was my brand in Chicago. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what I found. Um, so my brand, my business, my media company is real estate marketing, dude, but my, my brand name when I was still selling in Chicago was only a year and a half ago. I was still selling. I actually still have one pending closing. That was a pre-construction deal, but that would be the last deal I ever do. And my real estate brand was Chicago real estate dude. So people, I had a cartoon character originally and people would always say, dude, you're fucking crazy. What do you, you're going to go put a cartoon character. I'm like, hell yeah, I am. <laughs> people are going to remember it. And everyone thought I was crazy. But what I ended up finding out was that um, I started attracting people just like me mm. and I started attracting other people and it was very memorable. I mean, you could hear sort of my tonality and I just tell it how it is. I am a dude. This is the way I talk. I'm not putting on a front. It's just how it is. I quit caring about 10 years ago. And what I found was that I started attracting other dudes. I started attracting other chicks that are just like me <laughs> dudes versus <and> when people, <laughs> people. Now don't get me wrong. The attorney and the doctor clientele had nothing in common with me and they probably thought I was so unprofessional. I never got their calls. Yeah, right. That was okay. The reason why real estate agents become beer drinking buddies with the last nine out of 10 clients that they had is because you attract like people. We all do. I just put myself in the position. Like attracts like, yeah. Correct. You like people with similar likes. Totally. And, and, and yeah, and I'm the same way. You know what I mean? Like I've always felt, you know, when I first got into the business, I guess I always felt like on some level I was selling my soul, you know, and then as I got more and more successful, I let, let more and more go of that now. And then, you know, as of five or six years ago, I, you know, pretty much shredded all of my suits except for a couple of <laughs> weddings and, you know, and, and, and so I get it. So, so let's talk about like how, so what you're saying is authenticity sells better. Yes. And, and how, how are agents that you know, and that you're working with being authentic and, and making a lot of money doing it? Like what exactly are they doing? Give me examples. Sure. I, so I'm a stat nerd. I track all the stats and one of the stats that hasn't changed since I got into this business are a couple uh, 60, 70% of people still do business with the first person they come in contact with. And overwhelmingly over 60% of business comes from people we already know in the form of referrals, repeat clients, or they just happen to know you as a real estate agent. So I like playing in that game. 
I think what is happening is that a lot of people are trying to play in the Facebook game or the online lead game, and that's where 3% of sales or 4% actually close, but yet they spend 90% of their attention on that, which makes no sense. So when you look at it, if you think about the, the psyche of the consumer, they're always thinking about like, how do, what do, how do they choose their agent? Well, my goal is always to be the first person they think of when they think of real estate. And that's mm-hmm. only done by developing a brand. And a brand is only created through consistent communication and or presence. So my goal was never to generate leads. It was to generate the attention of my audience. My audience was my database and the people that know or know of me. So I knew that if I could be thought of when the term real estate comes to mind and 60, 70% of people use the first agent they talk to, that's my business model. There's really nothing uh, ninja about it. It's very simple. Don't forget what the fuck I do and remember that in, in a way. Now, how you do that could be a lot of ways. Thanksgiving's coming up this week. So I would do the subject line for my emails. There's a video email and it says, thanks. Why do I use thanks? Because everyone's going to freaking open it. No one wants another turn back the clock email. Now I would, <laughs> right. I would market my database around social gathering holidays because I know that people who are moving in the next 12 to 18 months, I'm sorry, they're talking about it at Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. So and that, so I'm that's thinking, right there. I want to stop you there because that's a tip. I think that uh, people need to pull over the car and write down, right? Like, like if you're going to market yourself at strategic times, you want to market yourself at strategic times when people are getting together. Absolutely. Or right yeah. before people are getting together, literally like Correct. days before people are getting together. Okay. Keep going. Correct. Um, so we know that they're going to be talking about it at the holidays, but we don't want to hit them over the head with our lockbox, right? We don't want to send them a sales message because people are like, eh, it, it feels slimy. Most of us don't even like doing that. Let's be honest. So um, thanks was always my subject line for Thanksgiving because I know they're going to open it. We had like a 50 plus percent open rate. Um, and thanks for all the referrals. So it's an easy transition. All I ever did with video email or, or messaging was copy Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Hallmark created a whole strategy on it. And if there's a way to use holidays to subliminally suggest what I do for a business, my living and I generate referrals. And, okay, so and let, me, let me keep slowing you down. So copy Hallmark. I'm listening. I'm in Tupelo, Mississippi. How am I going to copy Hallmark for my, for next year's marketing that I'm planning right now and sending out? Sure. Well, Hallmark has developed a whole business based upon just wishing people happy holidays. Mm-hmm. So if we know that us as real estate agents need to stay on top of mind, why can't we just do the same thing? Mm-hmm. Right? So why can't we just use the holiday theme and or storyline to create a different type of message? And I'll give you several different examples. So Thanksgiving is thanks. Why? Why are you thankful? Well, I'm thankful for you sending me all your freaking clients and your referrals for the last 10 months. While you're eating this turkey, I'm enjoying this turkey because it's because of people like you who share my name with their friends and family that I'm able to buy this shit for my family, right? So you could tie it every holiday. The, yeah. My favorite one, Valentine's Day. I love you. Everyone opens that one. And I would say, <laughs> I, I would say uh, so while you're bored, while you're, if, if you're a dude watching this, while you're just looking at your watch, waiting for Valentine's Day to be over, um, here's a little bit of fun fact, tidbit information. Now, I love you for all of your friends and referrals that you constantly send me. But I understand that you might not like Valentine's Day. So here's one tip that you might want to talk about at the table. And I would give them the history of why we're actually celebrating Valentine's Day. None mm. of this stuff has anything to do with real estate. All of it has to do with top of my brand awareness. But right. that's where the dude comes in. When I have a big dude logo right there, people don't forget it. No, I love it. What's up? Uh, brokers, uh, team leaders, office managers, 
and rainmakers of teams. I got a question for you today. What are the two most frustrating things about running a real estate team? The two things that cause you more headaches than anything else. Think about it. The brokers I've talked to have all given me the same answer. Recruiting and retention. If you're in the same boat, if nothing you've tried seems to work, I've got some good news. Your problem finding, recruiting, and retaining high-quality agents are about to be over. I'm launching my new Retoot course, a course that provides an in-depth, first-ever look at the recruiting and retention secrets of the industry's top recruiters. To kick off Retoot's launch, I'm offering the course along with two other high-value items at a super low price to podcast listeners. Since I'm throwing in two free items with my Retoot Secrets course, I'm going to simply call it my 123 discount package. Okay, so let me talk to you about the 123 discount package. In addition to Retoot, you're going to get a subscription for each of your teammates or anybody in your office to my big profit weekly jackpot emails, which are basically agents from around the world giving advice on how to increase your profit on a daily basis in this business. If your agents put these effective, easy to implement tips to use, their sales and most importantly, their profits will improve. Plus, I'll provide you with a year's worth of monthly sales meetings, content to have at your sales meeting so you don't have to struggle figuring out what to say to your agents or your team. I'm calling it my lunch and learn sales training series. That's an entire year's worth of sales meetings that you won't have to plan and that your agents are guaranteed to get massive value from. So to recap, purchasing the 123 discount package gets you one, my brand new retoot course, two, my big profit agents weekly jackpot emails for everybody in your office, and three, a year's worth of lunch and learn training sessions. If you want this limited time package, act fast and go to hybendigital.com backslash 123. Real easy, hybendigital.com backslash 123. I love it. Okay, so let's talk about video marketing a little bit. So, you know, I heard a, a, a real estate trainer say recently that as real estate agents, you need to be going live four times a day, right? Uh, if, if you want a video, if you want, you know, people to be reaching out to you. Uh, and a lot of people were just like, when I tell that to people, they're like, oh my God, you know what I mean? Especially older people in the crowd, right? Non-millennials. So uh, talk to me about that. Um, I think that's horrible advice. Um, I don't really? throw this real estate trader necessarily under the bus, but I want you guys to ask your, answer your own question. And if one of your friends went live four times a day, what do you think of that friend in two yeah, weeks Yeah, you'd time? be like, a dude, the dude, does he have a job? Yeah, like get a live, dude, right? <laughs> right? Now, live, what I like about live is how it notifies everyone on there. However, right. I think the problem with what video, videos evolved in the last three or four years. Talking head videos used to cut, used to cut, you know, you could check the box. 
a lot of people today are creating videos to check the box because somebody told them to do so, but they're not spending time on what they're actually creating, right? So let me give you an example of that would be talking head videos. And when Facebook Live first came out, everyone's like, holy shit, Johnny's on Facebook Live. Is he live? Is he on Facebook Live? Everyone was so into it. But now, how much engagement do you get when you see the market updates on social media? How much people, how many people are actually stopping to like it? Like, I'm sorry, dude, I didn't log on to Facebook to see your market report. If I want that information, I'll go look for it. But don't clog up my newsfeed with your boring sales pitches because no one gives a shit. Right. Now, the produced content, so I think it depends on what you're talking about. I think if you create a series on a Facebook Live, that's totally different than just doing it randomly. So uh, there's some agents here in San Diego. They have a funny show called Booze and Real Estate where they're at a bar and they get drunk for 20 minutes or 30 minutes and they talk about real estate. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. so it's just it's a, it's a theme, but they have it going. There's these other guys in, in San Diego. They have a show called Sock Talk, and they open up the intro uh, with two sock puppets, and they do small business interviews. And what gets everyone's attention are the puppets are talking to each other up front. So you do have to consider a level of creativity or a level that gets attention because video's not worth doing if no one's watching it. Well, that's yeah, the thing, right? And and that's and, and uh, quite frankly, I've I've had. FaceTime lives that I committed to doing for my team that one or two people showed up for and and I hated it, right? It was like a monologue. I'm like, hey, any questions? And then it's, you know, radio silence. And it's like, that's like the biggest fear. Like people don't want to do that. They're like, it's a lot funner if you have a purpose, right? And if, and if you're engaging and actually, and there's more than one person involved. No doubt. And, and you so what you're saying is point. quality over quantity. There's definitely a need for produced content in terms of video and as well as on the fly content like Facebook lives, because it's, you know, one of my most, it's a funny story. I was showing houses in a suburb of Chicago and those in Hinsdale, which is a really high end area, like million dollar houses. So one of my most engaged posts, uh, I remember this is like seven, eight years ago. One of, I, I, this is when I saw like, you don't be serious about your shit ever on social. And uh, a dog took a dump in the middle of like this house and we're showing houses and it's a million dollar house. And I just took a picture and I said, holy shit. And um, I just tagged the picture, put it on Facebook. Well, that picture went viral and, and it, it, wasn't, it was a joke. Like I wasn't trying to do anything else um, on it. Everyone was like sharing it, laughing it. They knew I was showing homes and we ran into a piece of dog poo in the basement of a million dollar house. And it created a ton of engagement. From that point on, I knew I'm like, dude, there's a way to tell stories about what we're doing. And really, folks... Uh, there's no rocket science here. Just copy HGTV. HGTV has already proven that there's an appetite to consume that type of content. So literally just recreate it. So let me give you more. That's sort of general. I'll give you more defined. Let's take uh, the Food Network. Let's take Guy Ferrari, Diners, Divins, and Dash. Yep. Have you ever seen that show? Yes. So he doesn't focus on he's – he's doing restaurant interviews, but he's not focusing on – Sushi. He's not focusing on French. He's not focusing on Mexican. He's focusing on the grease. On greasy, yeah. right? And he's a dude. He's got blonde hair, but that's his brand. That dude would not be able to carry a show that talked about sushi. He right. wouldn't be able to carry a show that talked about Mexican food. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, how does an agent adapt their brand to something? I'll give you a couple different um, ideas. Okay. Um, yeah. Please. So yeah. We have a gal that when we met her, she was a bodybuilder that happened to sell houses. She wasn't a real estate agent that happens to bodybuild. Her persona, um, her passion is in, in bodybuilding. 
So her tagline ended up being a financially fit real estate experience. Nice. She gives financially fit advice to people buying and selling properties. So hmm. how does she create media around that type of brand? Yeah. Her logo had like dumbbells on the side of it, super engaging. We tied all this stuff in there. We represent real estate plus her passions within it. But San Diego Fit should be the name of her reality show. San Diego Fit can create business owner interviews and content on gym owners, organic shops, places that are fit. She could create neighborhood videos um, or points of interest videos exploring the different neighborhoods on places to go hiking at and so on and so on. But that's what her brand is. She's going to get along other, with other fit people. So all we do is essentially put them in front of their brothers from another mother, their sisters from another mister by creating content that those people would like to talk about. Okay. I'll give you another one. San Diego real estate mom is a good one. She creates content that are friendly to kids because she's a mama. She's targeting families. That's who her audience is. And she could create kid-friendly breweries, uh, beaches with changing stations. All right. So once you dial in the brand, the content strategy becomes unlimited. But more importantly, it puts you like in your authentic, your authentic state. If I start talking to you right now about cooking, this is going to be a shitty podcast because I have nothing to freaking talk to you about with cooking because I don't know how to cook. But if I did a video of me cooking, you would think I'm an expert. True. Right? So, so you want to talk about stuff you like. When you do that, authenticity comes out. And it becomes easier too, right? Like, and it becomes easy about, and fun. Absolutely. If she's talking about beaches with changing stations or what have you, breweries that are kid-friendly and she likes to drink beer and, and, and she has three or four kids, it's, she doesn't even have to write a script, right? She just shows up and she'd be like, oh, you're going to love this. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool. An item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 that's what media is. And I think a lot of people look at video as a way to do sales messages where I look at video as a way to build your brand. Mm. And you do that by surrounding yourself with stories of others on whom you want to be perceived as. Nike is a perfect example. Is Nike doesn't go out there and, and showcase their shoes on any of their commercials, do they? No. You, I think of Nike, mm. I think of Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods. I think of all these different stories because they associate the stories of others around their brand. Right. And therefore, yeah. that's why I think they have, I need to wear Nikes when I'm running. That's why I think I need Air Jordans when I'm playing basketball. Yeah, that's funny when you think about it. I never even thought about it, right? But you don't even see the shoe. No, never. You see the squish. <laughs> It's a story, and that's what marketing is. I mean, if think about 
all the different ways we can tell stories in our business. And there really is an endless amount of content. You know, look at Flip This House. Like that's, everyone watches that show. Look at House Hunters. Because people want to follow the story and the journey of transformation. That's oh, they love it. My wife they loves love the, the, that one couple. You know what I mean? Like they, she buys all their stuff. And just so all we got to do is just recreate it, but recreate it in a way that's unique to us that reflects who we, whom we are because that's really what we're talking about. If we know, and you've been doing this longer than me, Pat, I mean, how many people do you think uh, work with someone they don't feel comfortable with? A lot, probably. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, I, it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, um, some do, some don't. But I think what ad, uh, certainly what originally attracts them to the real estate agent is they're like me. And there's certainly a lot of them that will gravitate towards people like them. Yep. Yeah, definitely. But this is, the, this is part of the problem. Everyone tries to appeal to everyone. Yeah. The jack of all trades is the master of none. Right. And when everyone lives somewhere, do we really need to appeal to everyone? Right. No. You know, really, if you're only, and, and, and you know, a lot of agents, the majority of the agents, right, are going to sell somewhere between, say, you know, 10 and 40 deals this year, right? So that's not very many deals compared to everyone possibly out there, right? So it's e you could easily find that within your niche, and have a lot more fun doing it and feel a lot more relaxed doing it as well. Totally. And making some totally. friends for life too at the same time. That's why I like business owners is because that's exactly what you're doing is you're creating referral sources. You're creating mini TV commercials for people is the way to look at it. And what a better way to create value to start off a relationship. Those people, um, it's funny because sometimes the people closest to us in life don't know what we do for a living. And it's all positioning. And it's all the way that they see you in different lights when you're not looking. And a lot of it all adds up. So like you saw, you brought up an interesting stat. Um, I didn't even think the average was 10 sides. I thought the average was like six to eight sides per year per year. Yeah, agent. I know. I just pulled that out of my yeah. ass. But I, I'm, you know, I'm, oh. <laughs> so, I'm just saying not a lot. They don't do like enough to really think that they have to appease to the whole world was my point. You know what I mean? Like they could do that, sure. that number of units and be a lot more relaxed doing it if they just work with people who have similar likes. Totally. Yeah. And totally. Now, now let uh, me talk to you about, uh, let me talk to you, you know, there's a lot of old school methods, uh, many still being touted uh, for real estate agents to get business. What do you see real estate agents around the world doing today where the juice is just not worth the squeeze anymore, where it just doesn't uh, make sense to do them? You're like... No, 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 you're, you know, the world has changed. Yep. First on, I'm going to say right off the bat what everybody won't say, and it's, I'm going to say the portal sites. Uh, I'm going to say online lead generation. Okay, break sites. this down. Now, what I think, we just had this conversation yesterday too. What I think is happening with the portal sites is that um, there's a reason why Zillow is, is, is trying to take some of the leads away. It's over because no one's returning their calls. Like it's hurting Zillow's brand. They're forced to do this. The agents, I forget the statistics, but they're astronomical like, on how many people actually return their call. But here's the point. Yeah, some someone said like six agent, out of ten. They, they did their own survey last year or at some point, and it was like six out of ten didn't get returned calls. And, they were, and you know, people, people were filling out surveys that were like, you know, your guys, your guys' agents suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and it's a reflection of Zillow, not the agents. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. uh, 
But let's look at the online lead game. Lead generation changes. Seems like every five years. All of these teams and agents who put all of their eggs in that Zillow basket, and then Zillow had this concierge switch service. Those teams, and a lot of them were fucking scrambling because they're only buying those leads to feed their agents. And when they just do one change up like that, and if you put all of your eggs in that basket, it's something you cannot control. The same thing happened to Facebook when Facebook took, put their algorithm changes in and all the marketers and the publishers and the advertisers would build up a ton of likes just to communicate with their audiences. And then one day Facebook says, oh yeah, you know what? Um, I'm going to go ahead and make you pay for that now. And there's nothing you can do about it. So when you don't control your own media, your own brand or your own shit, you're always at risk or at, uh, I wouldn't say risk, but you always put yourself in that position. And it's happening right now with the leads. We had an interview yesterday with uh, Carrie Schell. She's one of the top uh, agents. Yeah, she's, she's a regular here. Yeah. Uh, she, she's she's freaking awesome. And she was saying that topic of our conversation was like, well, th- has the online lead game changed like 10 years ago, five years ago to what it is today? A year ago. A- yeah, absolutely. Remember, it used to be a lot easier to A convert. month ago. Absolutely. Because all the automation, the the follow-up, and what her point was is that She's so advanced that individual agents can't compete with her team because she has automated video follow-up. She has automated text follow-up. She's got four people circulating those leads and all that, right? So it's hard for an individual agent to compete against someone like Carrie because Carrie just provides a better experience. Right. So in general, right, the juice isn't worth the squeeze anymore. Your recommendation is just don't don't even get portal leads, right? Build them yourself through... Uh, video marketing, email marketing, basically through building yourself as a personality, right? Is that I what you're saying? So. I mean, I'm, I'm biased because it's what we do, but um, <laughs> yes, no doubt. I think that's, I mean, that's why we do what we do. That's why I went into this business is because I believe so much in it. Yeah, I think that's one. I think like the days of door knocking, I, I, it's new to me. I never got door knocked in Chicago. You'd get shot if that happened. Um, if someone came to my house in Chicago, <laughs> door knocking, but I do get door knocked in California here. So I just feel like there's just better ways to door knock. Like look at direct mail farming, right? Now you could do it digitally with video. You're doing the same thing, but a lot of people are coupling up the direct mail plus the video. So it's, how are you getting the video to the person? Um, just the targeting. So depending on who you're reaching, Facebook um, targeting, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I would do Facebook. Yeah, address. You mean like if you knocked on someone's door and they weren't home, you could you could target them on Facebook by the address and a video pop up and say, hey, so this is Mike. You could target them right by – what I like is demographic targeting more so than geographic. So I'll give you an example. If you're an agent and you're a part of the LGBT community, all right, and 99% of your business comes from the LGBT community, well, you're probably going to target the LGBT community on Facebook right? If you're a Hispanic agent that services 99% of the Hispanic market, well, I'm not targeting the widows. All right. I'm, and I'm speaking Spanish. So um, there's a lot of ways that we can speak to our audiences once we dial them in. But I do believe that a lot of the old school ways hasn't, haven't changed fundamentally. They've changed on how we carry those out. Right. Right. Strategically. Strategically. Yes. Yeah, strategically. Neat, neat, neat. So, yeah, I get it. I mean, and, and that's the world that we're in right now, right? I mean, you're, there's so much ways to get with people digitally that 
and I don't want to say it doesn't work because we've certainly had people on the show here that, that, that do very well door knocking, especially if you're in a tight knit community, a small community, we could keep knocking on the same doors over and over again. But if you, if you complement that with video marketing and strategic marketing through Facebook of just those houses or just that zip code or whatever it is you like, and your, your authenticity could be, I'm the neighborhood busybody. Yeah, totally. You know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be massively unique. You could just be a neighbor who has a, a golden doodle that you walk seven times a day and you've probably seen me look for me, you know? Yep. And target that neighborhood. I totally. I do think some of the, the like, um, the lead gen strategies in terms of, like agents who target the distressed market. I mean, I think that's always going to be like direct mail, you know, the investors, the real estate investors of the world, direct mail is their number one marketing channel. Yeah. You know, so um, some of those things will change or will not, will always be there, but that's highly, highly targeted. You know, people are going to be, life happens. People are going to get divorced. Yeah. That's not going to change. Uh, I just think it's, it's just ultimately, I think it's just the communication has changed and how we communicate. Right. Versus right. Text messaging is a huge component of that. Like call action. I like call action a lot. I like what um, I like this whole concept of authentic automation where there's a text and a voice drop and, and it just feels real because that's just the way it's gone. The email drips are sort of by the wayside nowadays. Text is in. No, absolutely. Yeah, I know. I've, I've had several people on the show that do nothing but like first two hours of every day. They just sit there and send one way text to people, you know? <laughs> Well, here, let's, texting, this is, texting, texting. So right when you and I got on this call, um, I was just messing with the Memoji thing, which is yeah. now like I might just go get an iPhone 8 or whatever the iPhone is just for the Memoji. Yeah. 10. And uh, what we're going to use it for, I don't know what the statistics is the first time I'm doing it, but we're sending out a Memoji of me and we're running our Thanksgiving Day special this week. And we're doing it all through text messaging. Really? Um, we're going to see sort of, uh, it's really funny. I mean, people are going to respond. My, my guess is that we're going to get about a 90% response rate, 80% response rate, but I'll find out in a few hours. Interesting. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, when I first got my iPhone 10, I started using that and I sent it out three or four times and people were like, wow, that's really creepy, Pat. Um, but yeah, then I stopped, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I could see it would certainly get everybody I sent it to watched it. Yeah, you know, everybody sent it to watched it. I wonder if they. I'll let you know if they think we're creepy. Or not. Yeah, no, it is kind of creepy and creepy because it's like, oh, there's a there's yeah. a cartoon of Mike and it's talking and his lips are moving in the exact crazy, you know, with the words. So, uh, yeah, it's cool. All right, well, listen, Mike. Uh, as you know, everybody that comes on the show brings a free gift, and uh, what I'm going to do with that free gift is I'm going to put it under uh, hybendigital.com backslash Mike. Quavis and it's C-U-E-V-A-S. That's C-U-E-V-A-S, hybendigital.com backslash Mike Quavis. And I'm also going to put all of Mike's contact information. I'm going to put a link to Mike's company there, the real estate marketing dude company, and uh, all, all of how he does videos for real estate agents and trains agents across the world how to do videos on a regular basis. What's your free gift today, Mike? Free gift today is we're going to give away a three-part webinar series and uh, possibly also a free video for uh, anyone who comes to your page and clicks on that link. 
All right. So, guys, I'll, I'll, I will put all of that up on the show notes. And, of course, that will also be in the Agent Success Toolbox, which can be found on hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or texting the word toolbox to 444-999. Mike, this has been awesome, brother. I really appreciate it. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. If I'm ever up in the, uh, were you, San, San Diego? San Diego now, yep. If I'm ever in San Diego, I'll definitely look you up and we get together and break some bread. Do that. I look forward to that. And I appreciate you having me, Pat. My pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives. And we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram, as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.